Welcome to Courtside, everyone, a discussion of the post-election litigation brought by Donald Trump. It's day 48 after the election. The litigation count stands at one out of 60. That is, Trump has won one case out of the 60 he's brought, and that didn't win him any votes. But... Shady is back. Sidney Powell is back. And by the way, I don't know what my Eminem kick is about over the last couple of days, but I promise you I'm going to give you like the mirror opposite of Eminem in just a few minutes. So yes, Sidney Powell is back at the White House today for a third time in four days. She's there pitching her plan to have some sort of executive order that Trump will issue to seize the voting machines. I mean, imagine this. You're like the most powerful man in the world and the most powerful person. And, you know, if you're a normal president, you could have anyone you want come to the White House, Bono, LeBron, the Pope, whomever. He's got Sidney Powell pitching her harebrained scheme. Already, the White House counsel and the Department of Homeland Security fake pretend temporary acting official Ken Cuccinelli have both said there is no legal authority to do this, that it is illegal. It is crazy to think that the president's personal lawyer or kind of fired personal lawyer because Sidney Powell was fired last month is pitching this plan. I mean, who needs Charles Dickens when you've got Sidney Powell haunting the, haunting the White House like the ghost of disbarment past, present and future? In more Team Kraken news, it turns out that Sidney Powell is facing a big lawsuit from Smartmatic. That's the company, a company that makes voting machine software. She's been blaming them for all of this uh, supposed election fraud that she keeps losing in case after case. But Smartmatic pointed out a little bit of a bigger problem. They pulled out of the United States market in the year 2007. That hasn't stopped Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani from accusing these folks, Smartmatic, of fraud and stuff like that. And the New York Times today has a story about the serious potential liability for both Powell, but also for the networks that have been rebroadcasting the story over and over again. And in particular, Oh No, Not Again, or OAN, I think is the name of it, and Rusmax, or I think the technical name for it is, is Newsmax. These uh, networks are facing major defamation actions that could put them out of business. And I've been reading the law on defamation for some other stuff for the last couple of weeks. It is very strong when you have a case like this, a straightforward case made on the facts. Um, Sidney Powell may be sued under this. And so who does she turn to in her hour of need to fight against the Smartmatic uh, potential lawsuit? Well, none other than, you guessed it, Mr. Plenty of Perjury himself, Lynn Wood. Yup, Lynn Wood wrote a letter just recently, yesterday, saying that he now represents Sidney Powell and that she, quote, retracts nothing. I'm sure that caused Smartmatic's lawyers to rethink things. Not. Um, now, you might ask, what would lead Sidney Powell to ask Lynn Wood to represent her? Well, besides the obvious, that Lynn Wood might literally be the only warm body willing to do this, my extensive research and investigation reveals that Lynn Wood has had some experience in defamation cases. He's actually representing Carter Page right now, Trump's uh, you know former staffer who uh, was tied up in the Mueller probe, and evidently Carter Page is suing uh, on the basis of defamation. Now, unfortunately for Lynn Wood, the court today in that case, which is a case in Delaware, and a judge named Judge Karsnitz issued an order to Mr. Wood to explain why January by January 6th, and note the date, that 
why Lynn Woods' claims in three election fraud lawsuits do not disqualify him from appearing in Delaware. Quote, it appears to the court that Lynn Wood has engaged in conduct which in other jurisdictions, had it occurred in Delaware, would violate ethics rules, end quote, and mentioning the Wisconsin and Georgia lawsuits by name. The judge noted that the judge in Georgia hearing his case found the Lynn Wood accusations have, quote, no basis in law or factor law and um, and suggested that Mr. Wood can't appear in Delaware in the Carter Page case. And that just underscores, you know, the need to have, you know, when, you know, these people have been throwing out these wild, baseless accusations, there have to be consequences. And I'm glad to see courts taking that, you know, investigation seriously. We'll see what that investigation reveals, but, you know, it's an appropriate thing to do. Now, in other Trump litigation news, we're waiting to hear how the United States Supreme Court is going to respond to the Giuliani special from last night that we talked about, in which the United States Supreme Court has been asked to overturn three different decisions from Pennsylvania, decisions that happened, you know, weeks ago, but now the Trump campaign last night claimed emergency and that the court has to hear this right away. I suspect that the Supreme Court justices will ask Pennsylvania to respond in a brief uh, saying why they should or shouldn't take the case and the like. That's what they would ordinarily do. It, if they issue such an order, which I suspect will come, you know, in the next you know day or so, I don't think that's going to mean very much. I mean, Donald Trump might go out and claim it's some sort of big victory or something, but it's not. It's just a briefing order. And finally, in our new segment, uh, you know, which we'll do sporadically, the one more thing, uh, you know, I want to return to this Trump idea that he wants to appoint a special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden. Now, I've explained a few days ago, I think it was Friday night in courtside, why that's never going to happen. The Justice Department regulations, which I drafted as a young pup a couple, two decades ago, say that the attorney general has to make the call, not the president. And for very good reason, the whole point of the special counsel regulations is to insulate prosecutorial decisions from pressure by the president. And today, none other than Attorney General Bill Barr said he was unwilling to appoint a special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden. He said he saw no reason to do that and that the investigation was being handled responsibly and professionally. Now, with mention in the, that, with the, that news that there was a mention that something in the federal government was being handed, handled, quote, responsibly and professionally, Trump immediately demanded an inquiry and asked who he needed to fire. Okay, now look, I mean, in all seriousness, if you're Donald Trump and you've gone that far that Bill Barr is saying, no, I'm not going to do it, that's really saying something. I mean, this attorney general has been the worst attorney general in our lifetimes by far. He has stood by and let Donald Trump spit on the Constitution. But even Bill Barr found a line that he wouldn't let Trump cross. This is not going to redeem Bill Barr in the eyes of history. We will look down on him with sadness, some with contempt, for a lawless attorney general. A man who needed and craved power and relevance so badly that he was willing to trample on our nation's most foundational ideals. But the times are a-changing. The order is rapidly fading, and the first one now will later be last, for the times they are a-changing. I'll see you tomorrow.